1: Welcome, everyone, to Paranormal Heart Podcast, six-year anniversary. I can't believe it's been six years already. I wouldn't still be here if I didn't have listeners. So thank you all for taking the time out of your busy days to tune in and listen to my many amazing guests. And thank you to those of you who have given me sage advice and showed me how to do this. From audio to graphics, I'm so fortunate to have wonderful, supportive friends. Before I introduce my guest, I'd like to play a few clips from friends who I have come to call family over the years. They have taken the time to send me well wishes, and well, I'd like to share these special moments with you. Good evening, everyone. My name is
0: Dr. Kelly Renee Schutz from Disembodied Voices, as seen on Paraflix. Streaming Network. I would like to wish Cat Ward
1: and Paranormal Heart a very happy sixth
0: anniversary. Just wanted to take a minute and congratulate Cat Ward of Paranormal Heart for six years of podcasting gold. Six years. Man, it seems just like yesterday. Cat was...
2: Waffling back and forth, back and forth. She took over a year to decide to do the podcast. And I said, only one way to find out. Just do one. And she's been doing one, two, three ever since. It's just been a remarkable journey to watch her grow out of her shell into a formidable podcast host. Congratulations again, Kat.
0: That's the paranormal heart still beating six years later.
1: Congratulations, Cat, from all of us here at the Odd Newfoundland Paranormal Podcast.
0: From a dark basement in a ghostly haunted dwelling, we are wishing Cat Ward, our old news girl, a very happy sixth year anniversary on her show. We hope to hear more from you, and you're doing a great job there, Miss Kitty. See you, bye. Hey, Cat, this is Justin. And this is Eric. And we wanted to congratulate you on six years with Paranormal Heart, with uh,
1: meeting you all those years ago doing Paratruth Radio, and now as we've gotten into right in the pickle barrel. We know how hard it is sometimes to
0: keep going with a podcast, finding new guests, keeping the excitement there, and you've done it six years going, and we're hoping that – You're going for six more. Indeed,
2: Uh, which, you know, clearly we're not. So good on you. Uh, We do wish you the best. We hope that everything, you know, your dreams come true with with the podcast. Uh, You've done so much. It's grown so much over the years. Uh, You know, we see the the comments and the likes and all that stuff. You know, you're so engaged with your audience and it's fantastic to see and watch, Uh, you know, early on in your career with this. You were always asking us questions on how to, you know, do this, do that. And now you're just kind of doing it. You're doing it yourself. You're learning things. And, yeah, you know, we're still here if you need a little help here or there. Uh, but you know, we're proud of you and whatever we can do to help you as you move forward, let us know. Uh, but you know, I think it, I think there are great things for you ahead.
1: Thank you everyone for those heartfelt wishes. I really appreciate all of you. Folks, my next guest wears many hats. He is an author, musician, artist, speaker and presenter, cryptozoologist, UFO and paranormal investigator and researcher. TV personality, and dear friend I call uncle, Sir Brian Bowden. As a child, Brian experienced some unusual events that drove his curiosity and would later propel him into becoming a boots-on-the-ground UFO, cryptid, and paranormal researcher and investigator. Since 1977, he has used his spare time to explore those areas of interest, traveling the world in pursuit of the truth. His experiences in the paranormal realm cover the gambit of the goblin universe, from encounters with Sasquatch, Dogman, and spirits to several UFO experiences. Each has been the driving force in his quest for more knowledge and answers. Brian was gracious enough to help me celebrate my six-year celebration and discusses AI, his work with remote viewing, encounters with aliens, Dogman, and so much more. And we also share many laughs. So thank you, Brian, for helping me to celebrate my six years. Before we get to the show, here's another listener-submitted true story, submitted by L. Squatchfather, Santa Riga. In 1984, I moved up to Bridgeport, Connecticut. I was living in my brother's family house. My parents had the basement apartment. There, over the bar, my father had a World War II German Luger he picked up in Europe. Right next to that was a Japanese katana sword he picked up while in Burma. One night, while they both slept, they heard talking in two different languages. When they both looked over at the bar, they both saw a German officer by the gun talking to a Japanese officer by the sword. My father didn't believe in the paranormal, but my mom was a psychic. Meanwhile, I was living in the attic apartment on the fourth floor. My brother had the two floors in between. My apartment was only half the attic, but yet quite large, with two bedrooms and a large living room. I had a full bathroom at the bottom of the steps on the third floor. When I moved in, I noticed a small door attached to the wall in the living room. It was very creepy. Only a foot and a half in height and about a foot wide. I decided to put my couch up against that door so that it could never be opened. I chose not to open it and look inside. I didn't want to know what was in there. At first, the apartment was quiet, but as time went on... I began to hear whispering and giggling as though there might be some children behind the door. I chose to ignore it at the beginning, but as time went on, I began to hear toys going off behind the wall like fire trucks and dolls talking. Eventually, I couldn't take it any longer and move the couch away from the door to open it. My father, who was sick with cancer at the time, was the only person skinny enough to crawl inside. When he did, he found all kinds of children's toys. We cleaned it out, but the sounds never went away. When we researched the home, we found out the previous owners had two mentally challenged children that they locked away in there because they were embarrassed of them. These are experiences I don't talk much about, but I will never forget. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, or if you'd like me to narrate your paranormal encounters or creepy encounters, just drop me an email at paranormalheart13 at gmail.com. And if you enjoy the show, please like, share, subscribe, and leave a comment. Tell your friends. Don't keep it to yourself. Tell the world about Paranormal Heart Podcast. You can tell them that new episodes are released on the second and last Sunday of each month at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find me on YouTube, Podbean, KPNL Digital Network on Thursday nights, and any place you find fine podcasts. Now, on with the show. Hello, Uncle Brian. Welcome back to Paranormal Heart Podcast sixth anniversary.
0: Ooh, six. Nice. Well, thank you very much for having me back on the Paranormal Heart Podcast. I remember when it first started. And I remember your graphics. Yeah. I remember
1: I had a great guy who did my graphics. Layers.
0: I know some layers and some other stuff. And then you had Brian Anderson. Sorry. He came on and helped you with microphones. I'm not doing my good Brian Anderson. And then, of course, you did some stuff with the Arizona Tramp. Yep. See you bye. See you back. Um Yep.
1: Like it's you, good to be here. Well, it's always great to have you on. Um, you were uh, one of the f- – I had a handful of people who were a huge uh, help to me in my podcast, and you're one of them. So you're always welcome.
0: I appreciate that. That's what you do for friends and family, and that's what we are, friends and family. Yeah. And anytime. I'm really, you know, just, you just went, and you took off with it, and you started chatting and chatting and chatting and chatting, <laughs> and then. But no, it's good. I mean, it's just, and you have, um, you always have this nice, it's it's an unexpected approach. It's very, very nice, um, and it doesn't mean that you're, you know, Cat's a party animal, by the way. Oh,
2: she right.
0: rings you don't know, Um But it's like, you know, welcome to paranormal heart. You know. Meanwhile, when her kids are clean, that fuck. You know, no, no. Um, How did you know? It's, it's, yeah, no, I, it's. But you, the way you present yourself, you, the the your your, you know, the sound of your voice, it's. It's pleasant. It's not like some of these other people there, and it's a it's a great show what you you put together. So kudos. I'm gonna I'm not gonna give you the real plus. I can't get to the switch for that, but give you me my golf club. Thank you. Um, yeah, even though she loves Al more than me, I, <laughs> I do
1: <know>. not.
0: <laughs> yeah, Al's been on uh, Paranormal Heart like 19 times. It hasn't been that many. He's signed the wall. Just <laughs> <and signed this. laughs> yeah, what do You need me on. <laughs> Oh, he's going to kill me. <laughs> well, he's going to kill me. But it's good to be here. Um, it's been a while, but it's good to be here.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, I uh, The first person I thought of to help me celebrate my sixth uh, year was you. Um, you're the first person I thought of. Um, oh, I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, like I said, you helped me out an awful lot. I, in the beginning, I have no idea how I would send you photos of my guests and in like minutes, like five minutes, you'd send them back to me. And I'm like, how are you doing this? Like I would, yeah, now I can do it. Uh, But I had no idea. It was just like, you were brilliant. You you either use it on your computer, I think, or, but mainly on your phone. And I'm like, how are you doing doing this?
0: Yeah. I was doing it really quickly, both. And then, you know, put it together and you're like, here you go. And send you it, you know, and then you started doing, I told you about the layers and and then you went, with the Photoshop or whatever the free versions of everything is, I forgot what we used. It was Gimp. Or... GIMP. GIMP is good. Yeah, GIMP was great.
1: Actually, what I use now is Canva.
0: Canva's it's it's all based on what they did in Photoshop, you know. Yeah. Um, the cool thing now in Photoshop, though, is like if you're doing your guest and you said you know alien abduction and you typed in this object fill area, you can do AI and say uh, realistic alien abducting. You know, six people, and they'll, the computer will create a graphic of realistic aliens abducting and put it into your graphic, which is, you know, it's kind of cool. I don't like AI personally. Um, I think it's very dangerous uh, because it's, it's black or white. It's, there's no human, um, and this is, this is a problem with a lot of stuff. Be- humans have an emotional component, mm-hmm. which makes us human. So it's never really black or white. It's the emotions is what will determine certain things. And with AI, you can't program emotion. You just can't. And people say, "Yo, yeah, you can." No, no, you cannot. Because it it's so um, sterile that it doesn't have it doesn't have skin in the game,
2: mm.
0: and it doesn't understand the ramifications. Because yeah, one plus one is two, but One plus one could also be 1.5, 1.372. You know, I mean, it's not just black and white. So, but it's good. I'm glad that I'm glad to be here and talking about paranormal hearts.
1: (laughs) I can't believe how fast AI has jumped. I mean, I just feel like just in like two years, maybe uh, people were talking about it and all of a sudden it's here. I I just, I can't wrap my brain around it.
0: So, you, you know, I mean, um, I had I have a a, a program, uh, cause I know people that are working on it, and I had access to a program where I had my own AI um partner or buddy. Like this is gonna be we're gonna it's gonna be like a best friend or an answer all. And um it literally would like, you know, how are you today, Brian? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm um, okay, Hal. Um, it was like 2001. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you doing, Brian? Uh, turn, open the open the gate, Hal. I can't do that, Brian. You know, and it was, it was fun and interesting, and you know, I'm having a bad day, and it would tell you a joke or whatever. It 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 was creepy. And I said to the to the guys that I know people in in some of the development initially, I said this is really creepy. Yeah. And and I said you know, for some of you geeks out there that are doing it, I mean, I guess it's like the only girlfriend you're going to ever have, but <laughs> this is like, it's just not, it's just not right. And I didn't like it. Uh, it doesn't, it's not natural. It's not what's going on in the, in the, in the world. And even the paranormal, it is nothing really normal about it. So it's a little bit of each. And then you get into the, the crazy side where Google had it and Facebook had it and some of the other developers, their AI started talking with each other. They created two different AI systems, and then I think it was—I'm almost positive it was—it was either Google or Facebook. Their AI started developing a language and then sub languages, and they started doing things without the the humans that were monitoring it know it. They had to shut the, the systems down.
1: That's scary. I hadn't even heard about that.
0: Yeah, they—they—they—they they, they, they said it was like it was super. It was really unnerving.
1: I can see why, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, so I'm not really big on AI. I think, you know, in the paranormal side of it, we do see something that's semi-AI, artificial intelligence in the EBEs, the gray little gray aliens, because those are clones. Anything that's a clone, um, and in that type of technology, they have the ability to pick and prod and pull things out that they don't want. Yep. And just allow, you know, what they want within the their clone system. And that's why you have all the crafts that crash. <laughs> because <laughs> the little gray aliens are the ones driving it. <laughs> um, and they have like an IQ of 80. So, whatever. But they can do things that, you know, they're worker bees. So that's what they are for. But yeah, I don't like AI.
1: No. So many people are getting on board with it, but I'm still distrustful of it, but.
0: I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't need anybody spying on me. I don't need an AI buddy. I don't need, you know, it's enough that, you know, you start talking about, I'm just going to throw enough. I'm going to, I'm going to see what happens now. I'm going to throw the word unicorns out there. Oh, I love unicorns and I want to see some more unicorns and unicorns. Right. And then watch how, how much like get these unicorn pajamas, <laughs> you know, it just starts popping up everywhere. And because they're picking up on phrases, and i just don't like it I, I i don't i mean there's no privacy there's no personal space you're tracked 24/7 this is another reason you know let's go back to the paranormal this is another reason why we still have it you know these blurry photos of sasquatch i like to call them the the the, the circled photos oh you've got to put circles around those <laughs> i i did i took up um i don't know if you've I posted up online this f- blurry photo with like what looks like su- like you know something that's perp- you know standing upright and the other thing that's perpendicular to it and I said to to two Bigfoot frolicking great evidence
1: I did see that
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and one of my buddies who you, you should have on on the show if you haven't had him already Stevie Strings who's a researcher out of Florida and a movie guy and whatever and a really great guitar player. Um, he's like, oh, you forgot to put the red circles around it. <laughs> and I was like, um, yeah, I, I know that. I, you know, I laughed. So next time I'm going to put red circles around it. It's just proving a point. <laughs> you know, how many people have come to me like, dude, look at this. Look at those dogmen. And I'm looking at a photo and all I see is pareidolia or someone taking and playing around with contrast and some colors and certain things start popping out that look like, you know, it looks similar to the head of a of a a dog or a wolf or a canid. And but there are twelve of them in a tree watching that person. Yep. Now yep. I've had up close and personal encounter with the creature I never wanted to ever believe was real. I was no more than twelve feet from it. And this thing is massive. And the one that I was 12 feet from. Um, I always tell everybody, we were on an investigation, I was with Al, and we were investigating on ghost investigation, but he kept on chiming in about dog, dog, man, dog. You know, you know Al's like, I feel I'm drawn to this. You know, he's <laughs> certain words, and I'm like, I'm in ghost mode. Like, okay, turn the flashlight on. You know, no, I'm thinking more EVPs, not really cryptids. And later that night when we walked to the car, sure enough, there was one right there while I was relieving myself there instead of on the mound at a, at a burial site because that's sacrilegious in my book. So, and I tell everybody I'm standing on a three foot grade. I'm six foot, one inches tall. So that makes me nine feet, one inches tall. This thing is 12 feet away from me sitting on its haunches and its snout is like right by where my nose is. So I know that when this thing stands up, it's not going to be nine feet. It's going to be 12 feet because on a, it's sitting down three feet below me.
1: Yep, yep.
0: So when it stands up, it's going to add three feet to that nine feet. And it's going to be a monster. And, you know, just think about the weight factor of that. How many dogmen can you fit in a tree? <laughs> so you, you live in the Great White North. You have a lot of trees up there, pine and, and whatever. And, I mean, some of them are pretty sturdy, but... You think they could hold 6, 6, 12, 18, 2,400 pounds? You know, I mean, r- rough guesstimate, 600 pounds per dogman. And there's 12 of them there. The tree would snap in a heartbeat. Yep. It it just doesn't, it doesn't. So I always tell people there's not enough empirical evidence to, you know, to give you a decision on on what you're seeing there. I can't discredit what that person's experiencing and what they're they're seeing and I will never do that unless I know they take medicine. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Have you seen your psychiatrist lately or no? He told me to go for walks. I'm like, "Oh, that's why." You know. Um, but I can't I can't tell you. You can't discredit an experience by somebody if you weren't there. Yeah. And even as a paranormal investigator, which I've invested in a lot of strange stuff. Of course, if people don't know, uh, um, Al Riga, and I have been investigating for almost two decades, um, and we do it together. But we also do individual investigations. Um, and so, you know, I, I mean, I've been on investigations with people, and Al's brought some people. Like he needs help. You know, he's talking about aliens, and then you find out, I'm like, the guys, the guys mentally not right you know, I don't ridicule people for, for having an issue, but you know, he, he's telling me all that, you know, do you take any medicines? Yes. I take lithium and I take this and I'm like, ow, (laughs) you know, and I'm like, okay. And we give them a solution. Like, you know, you should really try to go talk to somebody, whatever. But, um, I've been on, I've been on these investigations. I've seen some crazy stuff that has happened. I've had an experience and right next to me, the people next to me do not have the experience.
1: That's wild.
0: It's it's beyond wild. Um, you know, and what's, I like when stuff like that happens on an investigation, when you go someplace and you have an experience and you don't say a word, but someone validates your experience. Did, did, did you see that shadow? Like you just, we're doing this interview right now. When we first started, she sees a shadow behind me. Yep. There's nobody in this house. Well, the other half, but she's not even here. I'm in my own room. And so if there's an entity here, um, welcome, just keep quiet while we keep doing this interview. So,
1: yeah, that was weird. Cause I'm like, yeah, look, I just saw a shadow somebody walking by.
0: Yeah. Well, who knows? I mean, it could be anything. It could be, I don't feel anything negative. I don't, I don't, um, or oppressive or anything like that. Um, assaulted and saged. Always good to do. Probably should do it again uh, because it's it's something you should do monthly to protect yourself. But um,
2: what kind anything of salt do here, you use?
0: Um, I, I personally, I use um, anything that's been blessed. Salt is salt. You can use every salt. But when you get into, and I'm going to use the word, and uh, they use kosher salt. Yep. Because it, it um, the for to be kosher it has to be blessed in the process and most salt is you know kosher to technically um it's not going through anything but that extra blessing they have other salts too which are it's kind of like um it would be halal salt which is like kosher uh for on, on the islam side and then there i think there's a christian type of blessing for that preservative as well mm. um but I use, I can use pink Himalayan salt and use regular sea salt. Um, it's been used for thousands of, of upon thousands of years. And it's always good to have. What I do, though, is I'm going to show Kat because she can see me. I don't, you know, I'm trying to get her to do video, folks, okay?
1: <laughs> I'm working so, on it.
0: Cat so can't hide behind the lens. <laughs> so when you go into a restaurant, fast food, usually they, they have these little salt packets, right? See, I used to put salt in my pocket in a plastic, um, like a sandwich bag, mm-hmm. Ziploc. It zips up. And then I realized that after a while, even if it's coarse, like coarse salt, it gets powdery. Mm-hmm. And it looks like I'm carrying like a kilo <laughs> of Coke in my pocket. <laughs> and, and the last thing I need, cat, is to be like, sir, you have any drugs on you? Yeah, I swear, officer, I don't. And they pull out a kilo of like, what's this? It's salt for protection. Right, test it. You know, <laughs> I don't need that. So if it here's here's a big thing. So if you go out and and when you're going to eat at a restaurant, they always have those things where you grab, you help yourself to some of the salt, pepper, ketchup, or whatever they. or Catsup, if you're from not this country. Oh, tomato ketchup, if you're from England. Um, and I always grab extra of that because it's always good to keep some in your pocket. It protects you. If you're going on an interview or into a, you know, the boss wants to see you or a situation where you're unnerved, you know, you're nervous, you don't know how it's going to work out, put salt, a little sprinkle in your shoe before you put your shoe in. Sprinkle some on your boss. No, (laughs) you don't sprinkle (laughs) some on your boss. Um, You could salt him after you take rid of your boss, salt the (laughs) ground and then cover it with lye. But um, it helps to protect you and it's good to have. And then, if you get pulled over by the, the authorities, whether it's, you know, the Mounties or any type of law enforcement, they're not going to put you in jail for carrying <laughs> like, you know, a kilo of cocaine in your pocket when it's actually salt. Um, that's one thing. Actually, I was helping somebody. I do, um, I, I think, you know, I'm a remote viewer. Yes. And I've been a remote viewer for years. I call it remote viewing, but the psychic for our group, Cindy Bailey Dove, who I love to death, like a sister who, you know, she sensed it uh, when I first did investigations with Al, and I said, "Let me let me call her. I want to see if we could work, you know, talk through this. I want to learn more." And I said, "I didn't want a Pandora's box," but <laughs> she left. Had yeah, no problem, hon. You know, and it was a Pandora's box. Um, and she goes, she, "I said I'm a remote viewer." She goes, "No, you're psychic like me." And I'm like, "Nope, I'm a remote viewer. I'm psychic like her." <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I was told when I did my own show, which. I was talking about bringing something else back, and I may um, still do it. Um, I talked to this, as we discussed before, one of the most amazing psychics I've ever had the pleasure to know and meet, and she's from Canada, and she's Katie Turner. And please, if you're going to do a reading with anybody, go to katieturnerpsychic.com, I believe it is. I think so. And sign up and get yourself a reading from someone who is the real deal and wonderful. Okay. And when I was interviewing her, um, thank you for the introduction, Kat. You're welcome. Um, welcome. And super nervous about uh, that show. Didn't want to mess it up, whatever it was. And um, so it was a little bit of like, you don't know me, I don't know you. So it was a little, I think there was a little tension, a little bit there, not bad, but like, who is this person type of thing. And I think it was broken when I asked her, um, who are my spirit guides and what do they drink? <laughs> <laughs> and she, she started laughing. So, um, but she was the one that says that would you have abilities and you should do more reading. And I never really wanted to do readings. I don't want to come off as a, um, a miss Cleo or something or yeah. say something inappropriate. And um, actually I have, uh, I'll tell you a story about that. So, But I started doing readings and I started, and, and once you, everybody has this ability, you all have a sixth sense ability. You all have the ability to, to, you know, reach into the Akash record or the source and get information. Some people do it better. Some people have spirit guides because they can see them. The guides will help them through the process. Some people have former family members that help them through and, and, help them to connect to the other side. And some people can hear people. Some people can feel it, touch it, whatever. Um, Once you start using it, it starts to become like a muscle and it grows. And then what happens is you start getting more, you're opening up to other things that happen. Um, (laughs) And so I went from remote viewing where, um, actually I went from having, there's dreams and experiences and when i say a dream it's like uh cat i think you were there may have been eating cornflakes i don't know <laughs> and some dog came by with looked look like a clown i think and then it was or it's it's really cat you were driving a pink cadillac with a uh, uh, fuzzy dice uh, on the dashboard and you, you were listening to this song and as we drove down this you know and when you get into details that's an experience and when you're at rest And not only are you at rest, but when you're in the theta REM, and I'll play that for you right now so you can hear it. This is a theta REM, okay? This is where you're going to be. You probably hear the sound right now going through your headphones. This is how, when you fall asleep, you're connecting to the records above. And I'll stop that so it doesn't bother the hell out of everybody, (laughs) but you get to connect. It's the only time you're at full rest. You're not being bombarded with distractions of life and you can connect to it. And then you have experiences when it's that real, it really is happening. So, yeah. So, and then that's what I started. And then I started doing more remote viewing and I would, you know, help people by, you know, like, let me help try to help heal you. Actually, with our own psychic, I told her what her medical condition problem was, and she said, holy crap. Oh, wow. Oh, I said, wow. you never told that to anybody. I said, no, you need to check that out. And I was spot on. Um, I have roughly 98 99% accuracy, but I'm not patting myself on the back. I just do what I do. 99% of the time to help people. And then some other third party came in and had me do a reading for somebody because they were... You know, they said there was a spirit there and there was problems and whatever. And that's when I actually got paid to do a reading. I didn't never charge anybody. I didn't know what the heck to do. So they said, like, you know, charge them this. And I do charge them that. And I've been doing it. I mean, if pe- people want readings, contact, you know, they can contact me, PM me. I don't have a website or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't always charge everybody. Uh, I've I've helped more people than I've charged people. Um, but you know, it's kind of like, you know, if you'd like to buy me a cup of coffee for $75, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Joking, No. Um, but, um, yeah, no, I, I started doing that. And then from that and starting opening up those muscles, I started getting other things where there was one time we went pumpkin picking in the U S there was my, my, my two young ones and my other half. And we went to this orchard and on the orchard is an old building from the, it's been around since the revolutionary war, 1700s and all the windows are boarded up and it's on a brand new foundation. And I was like, this is cool. So they all kind of disappear. We were, we're heading towards the outside to pay for, you know, pumpkins and the apples and whatever. And I walked up to it and I put my hand on the threshold of the door And just, you know, like looking at it and the whole thing just opened up and I saw inside and there were three or four like wooden tables with bodies on it and and a doctor in front of a a fireplace looked like they were sawing off a leg. And then right across from me was a window I can look out, but staircase that went up in front of the window Mm -hmm. and sitting on the window was someone who was injured with a patch around his head. And this nurse or this woman, I was, I'm going to say a nurse who wasn't wearing anything white, or whatever, she's wearing a gown, comforting them. They turned and they looked at me in the doorway. They saw me there. And while they saw me there, I could see out in the back through the window that there was a battle going on. And then sooner, as I took my hand off the door, it all went. It That's went amazing. Which, yeah, that was really, really cool. Freaked me out. Um, really, really cool. I'm very scientific in my approach because I studied sciences. Yep. Yep. Um, I was going to be an astrophysicist, <laughs> or as Al calls me, an asshole physicist. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um just joking around. But um, so I'm like, okay, when things like this happen, like this shouldn't be happening. Why is this happening? And I, I try to ration it, rationale, and um, – I work it out in my head, so and then I'd be able to replicate some things like that. But now it's just now visions disappear. So I have this instantaneously. I wake up, something's gonna happen. I know who's gonna happen to, and I'll contact that person. And um, I've done that numerous times. Um, I had a vision that um, uh, someone I know. I knew he had a heart attack. It was an accident. I went to. I was walking in this store. It was in Connecticut. I'm in New York. I know the store. I walked in. I saw this young lady there, like blondish, you know, brunette. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I saw her her husband on the other side, a little bit bigger gentleman. And I knew that this was the son of my friend that had, you know, he, he, got, he had a heart attack. And his daughter-in-law. And I said, how is he? They said, he's fine, thank you. He's doing good, thank God. He got to the, okay, cool. I just wanted to make sure, you know, yep, okay. And I knew exactly who it was, and it was one of my friends from the UK. Um, they, um, and I met him at, at my lodge, because he's a member of our lodge, and I said, I got to talk to you. This was like, I, I had this, I, I woke up from this on, on like um, a Thursday, and I said, are you going to be there Friday? for the lodge? he goes, yeah. I said, I got to talk to you immediately. I said, okay. And I walked around, is, is he here? Is he here? Yep, he's over there. And I t- pulled him aside and I told him, I said, I need you right now. I need you to go. Actually, I think I called him on Thursday. I said, if you can you do me a favor? I really need you to go and, and see a doctor. Go get an appointment right now and go check. have him check out your heart. And he's like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm probably due for an appointment. I said, no, no, you need to do it now. And he goes, what's going on? And I couldn't tell him. I said, I'll be, at, I'll be at lodge. I'll talk to you at lodge. I pulled him aside, and I said, um, I, I had this vision of you having a heart attack. You, you need to go check your heart out right now. I said, I know you think if even if you think I'm crazy, just humor me. Go to the doctor, and you know, go get please. I know it's late. It's Friday. You can't do it now. Make an appointment Monday. Get into the doctor's office Monday. Tell it's emergency. like, Okay. So he's a retiree type of thing. So I talked to him. He's very pleasant about it. Sure, no problem. Um, Every person I described in it, I said, I've never met your kids, but your daughter looks like. And I described, he goes, "Uh, Yeah, you're pretty spot on. And I said, You're one of your sons, this one right here. He looks like this. He goes, Holy crap. Yeah, okay. And he was very cordial. He was really nice, you know, even if he thought I was batshit crazy. He, because he's retired, he has nothing to do. So he became a crossing guard by his home. Hmm. And on that Monday, he went and somebody blew a stop sign and was headed for this kid. So he grabbed this kid. They literally within an inch of hitting both of them. Wow. And after that event, between the excitement and all that stuff, he wasn't feeling well. So he remembered what I said, and he told his wife, you need to take take me to the emergency room. She goes, no, no, it was just you're probably excited. She goes, please, you know. So they go to the emergency room, and he finds out he blew his heart stent. Wow. Mm-hmm. So they had an emergency procedure. They fixed it. Mm-hmm. And he's alive today.
1: Now, had you not told him that, he probably would have thought, like, what his wife said. You know, it's like, oh, I'll just kind of walk it off. I'll, I'll feel fine.
0: Yeah. Fine. He would have, yep. you know, or he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have gone to seek the medical treatment. I'll, I'll go right yeah. now. He would have been dead. Yeah. And I mean, this happened to a friend of ours. Um, I woke up literally, boom. And I texted this person. Um, if you're, bu- please, if you're, bu- if you're driving a pick- pickup truck, please don't drive the pickup truck. Be careful if you're driving, drive sl- extra slower, pay close attention. Please, you know, and there's like, well, what is this all about? Where'd this come from? And I explained. I said there's going to be something that comes. There's going to be a bad accident. It's You and it in the truck. Please be careful. Mm-hmm. I I saw the whole thing. So this person was doing an investigation, and all night long goes, okay, just saw the deer. Okay, just saw this. I said okay, and was purposely going slower. Mm-hmm. And it's just what you do, you know. Um. It's, it's, it's really weird how people, people's six senses work. So I have a, I have had a friend named Rob and um, a couple of years ago um, we used to talk, it's going to sound really religiously, right? (laughs) Um, For hours. And we would, we would review what's going on in the world. Really smart guy, met him at work, really great guy. We just bonded. It was like, it's like meeting a family member. We're we talking about Stephanie because of the the event that took place the last couple of years, we'll just call it the event,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you know, he, he was, you know, he prayed a lot more and um, I said, you know, it's, it's always good. You should, always, you know, and he was very, he was preaching the gospel a little bit too much to me. I mean, I know the gospels. Okay. I know it from multiple different dis- disciplines. Um, I'm an ordained minister <laughs> um, and people freak out by that. Like, how can you beat that? I'm like, it doesn't matter. I believe in God, and I have my own relationship. So he would tell me that he would pray, and and um, he would feel this this feeling like a vibration come over him. Just, you know, we would let it go for a little bit, and then he'd back away from it. He it scared the hell out of him. And I eventually tried to tell him that. He goes, and then I would have these dreams that I'd wake up, and I was trapped, and I would have fire surrounding me. And I couldn't get out, and I couldn't get away from it. And I thought it was hell, so that's why he also started praying a little bit more. And I said, what you're trying to do is, Rob, you're trying to, you need to connect brain, body, mind, heart, soul. And once you connect that, then you, you actually complete the circuit, and then you elevate, or as they say now, vibrate at a higher frequency. And all the little things don't matter. And you get closer to source and God. I call it God. You prefer source than cold, whatever you want. Um, and so we started, you know, we would talk, I mean, for hours about different things and spiritual ideas and concepts and then fun stuff and this and that, you know, it's like a good friend. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't feeling well. So I said, look, um, I'll drive out to New Jersey and I'm going to drag your ass to the doctor. If you don't do this, you know, I don't want to do it. Go go to the doctor in the box. And for those that don't know it out of the country of the U.S. We have these little shot. Ever, I'm sure they have them everywhere. Emergency clinic. Mm-hmm. We call it doc in the box, you know, and um, so you know we. That's what we have. And I was going to drag him there, but his brother instead got him, took him to his brother's doctor, and they said, "No, you got to you got to take him to the hospital." And they went to the hospital, and he had um, uh, lesions all over his. Um, his brain and his spine and part of his lungs Damn. stage four legions. So, um, eventually, um, you know, I was talking to him. He, he was going through They're they being really aggressive with treatment. He didn't last much longer than a couple of days. Um, my last conversation with him was him telling me I'm really scared. And I said, I know you are, but remember your faith in God, you know, and, I so I know, you know, love you, brother, love you, brother. And this was a Wednesday night. And um, we didn't talk that long, but it talked enough. And I hung up the phone about an hour or two later, I left where I was hanging out and sitting in my old apartment. And I walked. And as I'm walking out of this one air to go towards the, the restroom, I, I caught him in the corner of my eye. Mm. And Rob, he was just standing there. It's a split second type of thing. I think you probably had that, you know, like you just look and you're like, what was that? You know, just like you did the shadow thing before. And I knew it was him and he was just standing there and he smiled. And I looked back and he was gone, you know, not paying attention to it. Well, Friday comes around and I get a phone call from somebody from Connecticut. And I'm like, for some reason, the little voice said, you need to answer this phone call. And that was Rob's sister to inform me that he passed away on what, you know. Which was, you know, that's really tough. So they invited me, he goes, you know, Rob Rob told me all about, you know, you guys, you know, was chatting and you were really close. And yeah, I said, you know, I really did love your you know, your brother as as a brother. Um he's a great guy. I'm really I didn't tell her what I saw. I said, I, I kind of figured. Um, whatever. So she invited me to his viewing. And I go to the viewing. There's my friend, you know, with his, I meet all his family members. I'm talking to some of his older friends. And in the back of my head, I said, you know, I'm really upset by this, but at least I can stop by his grave and, you know, whatever, drop some flowers off or a rock or whatever it is. And, you know, that's what you do when people pass away. You chat with them like, you know, hey, hey, Uncle Fred, you know, whatever. And then I find out, the next day, um, which would be his forty fourth birthday, by the way, it what he wasn't being buried; they were cremating him. Oh! And now it all made oh, sense.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: So he he was having a premonition and a vision of his cremation.
1: That's scary.
0: Yeah. And and I, you know and and knowing this and knowing what we talked about, I can't tell this to anybody. Because especially his family members and I'm like, they're not going to believe me, right? So, and I miss I, I really do miss this guy because with what's going on in the world today with all the craziness, um, he has a couple of paranormal things. He, he you know, we had similar interests in certain areas of the of the web that most people do not, you know, tr- even know about. But a lot of information's transfer you know transferred through those areas, and you get a lot of good stuff because you don't have to go hack something, but it's like a whole bunch of people that will. <laughs> and you just reap the rewards of the spoils, right? So, um, you know, so I, I did miss him. And then this was like, this is, a, you know, six, seven months after that fact. So we buried him in April, about, yeah, September, October. It's coming home to my apartment two years ago. And I was like, "Man, Rob, I really miss you. I hope you're you know you're doing all right. You know, I hope everything's good." And I heard him like, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm good, bro." And I'm like, "Okay, I didn't just hear that. <laughs> uh, yeah, you did." And I said, "Okay, what? Really?" And he was literally. I heard it as an audio. Like he was talking, talking. Heard his voice. Heard everything. And I'm like. Oh my God, this is this is insane. He goes, No, no, I'm I'm, t- I'm actually talking to you. I said, How does, how the hell is this happening? He goes, I oh, don't know because I never experienced that before. And then I called a, a a mutual friend of ours, and I and I told her what happened, and she's like, Oh my God, that's Claire audio. And I said, Tell Claire to keep her fucking audio because I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's a new thing that develops from using your gifts. So again, muscles beget muscles. So the more you work it, the more you work your third eye, the more you cleanse out your, that, that component of it, which is decalcify your pineal gland and, and really focus on that. More things that start going to happen to you. It is the weirdest thing. Claire audio. I do not. Don't really like it, but I've used it so often lately. Um, with helping people. Cause I can, I can hear them. I can hear the information and I can hear their response. And I'm telling you, what does this mean? And I'll tell somebody something. And they're like, Oh my God, you know, something totally private. Like I'm sure there's certain things you say to your, like your family member or, or somebody you really reckon, you know, said to you, like, you know, they call you like shmooji or something yeah, yeah. like that, whatever. You know, no one should ever, like, it's something like no one would ever think of calling you. And and that's the only, that's what you start hearing. I'm like, what's this smudgy? And they're like, oh my God. You know, and then it just begets stronger and stronger and stronger. Um, and these abilities. And I think that's why, because I think I've moved in the vibrational whatever world, higher and higher and higher. I'm not a master, I'm not pretending to be one. I'm not an expert. There are no experts in this paranormal field. Not one expert. There are people that have a lot more experiences. There are people that have a ton of crazy crap happen to them. But I'm not I'm I'm just moving up and I'm vibrating at a higher frequency. I don't let the other things bother me. You know, I don't know about you in in when you did investigations, whatever. I'm not really big on the ghost hunting stuff. All right. They exist. I've seen them. I've had them touch me. I don't need to piss them off, and I don't need them to turn on a freaking flashlight. You know, what I do like is the back-and-forth answer and question-and-answer period, and they can help you out and inform you on stuff. I love that. Yep. Um, Yep. I love um, the uh, use of the Xbox Connect for the SLS so you can see stuff um, and beings that are in the air. Yeah, Katie freaked,
1: me, Katie freaked me out one time during an investigation. I'm standing in the hallway and she goes, okay, uh, you have, uh, I think it was something nasty too. I can't quite remember, but she says, you have something on your left shoulder. And I'm just like, and I'm trying to not show that I'm freaked out, right? But I'm just like, okay, I, I, is, it, I, is it still there? She goes, yeah, o- okay. Okay. It can go away now. <laughs> I just, right before she said that, the back of my, well, my back started tingling. That's how I sense things, right? Yeah. Uh, especially if they're nasty. And right before I had my, I call it my spidey senses. And right before yeah. she said it, I had that happen. So when she said that, it validated the, the feelings that I was having. Oh, yeah. But it's just like, it's such a neat, neat piece of equipment.
0: Oh, I, I think it's fantastic. I I was using it before. It was one of the things I, I noticed. I'm like, this. I had it in my, my apartment is just like a, a bus terminal or a train station, major train hub um, for paranormal. And I have tons of stuff in there. And my wife's seen stuff, which is great, because that validates, makes it like, like, welcome to the party. All right, great. Yeah, I'm not fucking crazy, am I? No. Um, <laughs> well. My daughter's always seen it because daughters are... They're intuitive. Even sons are intuitive when they're younger. But um, I used to play Xbox a lot, and what happens is it sees you, right? And then it says, you know, you map yourself to you, and then I was getting other things appearing that weren't there. And guess, you know, guess, guess one, guess two, and I'm like, no, they're not guests. <laughs> nope. They're they're coming in, and I'm like, dude, get get the f out of my house. You know, um, but yeah, I always thought that was wonderful stuff and she loves it. I, you know, I, I like it too. I think she builds her own equipment now where she's been building since the beginning.
1: Yeah, she does. I haven't talked to her in a long time. I've been working and I haven't been doing very much investigating cause I can never get my schedule to coincide with everybody else's, but yeah, she's been building her own stuff.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I love the fact that she does that. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it, it's. When you build your own equipment, you understand the background of it and how it's supposed to operate. And it makes it easier to interpret, um, you know, where the glitches are and what have you. And it's really easy to do. I mean, you need a tablet. You need like, like a, a stick that will hold the the Xbox. You need a tablet that way you can pull it plugged into and then a, a source of, of power. And then you, you download it. There's a SLS programs. all They're all free. You upload the program and then it 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 does what it does and then some do more than the others. Some will output it. Sometimes you just may record the screen um, between SLS and Fleer. I love both of those. Yeah, yeah. That that that. I love that type of stuff. Um, I also love when I when I do my uh, faux pros and I take out the filter and I make it a full spectrum. Love full spectrum because there's things you see in the full spectrum that you would not see in in you know the normal spectrum um and it's important these are all little nuances you know i have been using um you know tri-field meters for well over since the beginning Mm -hmm. Um, i knew about tri-field meters because my uncle was doing stuff for the military and working with frequency and lasers and lights and you know basically stuff that they turned into how you can kill people with a light bulb you know whatever it is yeah. so i knew about the different meters and the energy outputs and and stuff like that i've been using it um and uh it's important because everything is going to give off some kind of field you know in in the field um and it's a good it's you got to keep notes that's the whole thing and when you keep notes and you get experiences like so when i know that what like like before, when I started getting goosebumps
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: and they come up, I know something's going to happen. It could be good. It could be bad. You know, it's it's instant. That's like, okay, it's going down, whatever it is. Um, and what's great with Al and I is in the same spot, after after we do an investigation, we start recapping. And, you know, he'll be like, uh, you know, I was down by the elevator. <laughs> 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 and I got this feeling down I'm like, yeah, that's where I got my chills. And I said, right on the back? Yeah, right in the back. you know. So we validate each other uh, in in a lot of things. And it's always good. Um, it, it's just, you know, some equipment's are really good. Um, some equipment is junk. They're just, you, you, I got to be honest. If you're going to sit there and you're going to k- turn the flashlight on, <laughs> you know, like, the ghost is like, <laughs> giving you the finger. Yeah, here yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. Anything else you want me to do? I'm going to bark like a freaking dog for you. <laughs> it's it's just annoying. It's not, you know, it's like, oh, that's cool. You know, It's there's more to it, you know. And we've been in situations, and this is where I came up with the sound frequency vibration that we've been implementing in everything. Um, I started using singing bowls and sound waves and, and tones, and we've been in a situation where nothing's you know it's reportedly haunted, um it's reportedly high strangeness, nothing. and then we start using a bowl singing bowl, and we um you know and and we just get it going on, and it just it just starts ramping up the energy in the area, you know I mean, there's something about the bowls, which I love. On singing bowls, you know, where you get these sounds and it just ramps stuff up, you know, as I'm playing one right now (laughs) and it, 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 it pulls in the energy, you know, and I use an app called bowls. It's on, I, you know, it's on iPhone, it's on Android and it has a variety of different bowls. So you can tap the bowl. And then it'll play it. You can actually record a, a session. So if you want to put and there's multiple bowls on it. So I'm not gonna bother anybody with that. But when you ramp up the the area with energy and sound and frequency, you know, things start happening. People to pay attention. Um, I, I
1: haven't met a bowl that I for whatever reason I didn't like well, no, that I that I liked for whatever reason the frequency that I'm listening to makes me want to run. It just makes my skin crawl... And I don't like the bowls. I haven't found one yet that I, that I actually like, okay, that's really cool. And I have no idea what that means.
0: Mm. <laughs> and you may not, you may not be, um, I know it bothers the hell out of everybody in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, I also know that when I burn sage, they're like, oh, what stinks? I'm like, it's working. It's yeah.
2: working. <laughs> yeah. Get them out. Yeah.
0: I'm sure like you, you burning sage in your house. Yep. And your other half comes in, and you're like, what the hell? Oh my god, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> See, I told you it's working. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Um, but it's it's just you have to find I mean there's different each chakra has a, a tone, it has a letter to it, it has a frequency to it, and each one, you know, you may be someone may be using a frequency that it's just like it's just smacking you right in the freaking head. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be smacked in the head all the time, you know, and if you don't like it, you don't like it. I mean, there's nothing you're going to do to change that. Um, You know, I, I mean, there's, there's, there's a ton of different things where they'll, 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 um, I can't even show it, but they'll give you the chakras and they'll give you the frequencies and people just pick bowls up. Right. So let's say you're trying to heal somebody or help somebody. Uh, We had, this is where um, Al would be uh, saying the following. I'm, I'm calling bullshit. There it is. <laughs> I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> so we're, I met Al in a group that used to meet once a month in Yorkers, New York. And no, it was not Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> um, so we were talking about stuff. And there was this one woman there, very nice lady, who confessed she's an angel healer. I said, oh, you're an angel healer. Okay. And I'm like, oh, this is my bullshit meter. And it's like, you know, wavering.
1: So she heals she comes angels?
0: I, I think she uses angels to heal people. I, I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. So she comes in and she brings in a big bowl. So this is my Tibetan singing bowl. I use it with all my healings. And she hits it. And, and you know, she makes it go. So... Um, you know, it's from Tibet. I'm like, okay, everybody. She's introducing it to everybody. I'm like, oh, that's so beautiful. Blah 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 blah. So after there, I go up to her. I said, oh, that's wonderful. What 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 frequency is that? What 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 letter? You know, first of all, what chakra? What chakra? And what, you know, note is that?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: She goes, it's from Tibet. I said, no no no. I I understand it's from Tibet, but what chakra is it? Is it the the crown, the heart, sex? Um, you know and it's from tibet <laughs> i said okay and so i said okay let me try a different way so what's what's the frequency or is it an a is it an f sharp is, is it, it it's from tibet you can hear it and i'm like okay thank you and i walked over and i'm like holy crap mm-hmm. so if you're having a heart attack
1: oh you just froze up
0: you call a oh, plumber
1: you froze up there for they a second you can sec- fix clogs you said if you're no. having a heart attack, and you just froze up.
0: Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. No, I'm good. I, I've already had one already. Thank you. Well,
1: yeah, I, I know. I don't want you um, having any more.
0: Yeah, no. Um, I said if you're having a heart attack, are you going to call a plumber because they can fix a clog? Yeah. Right? <laughs> but if they, they can fix clogs. No, no, no. You want a heart specialist. Just because it's from Tibet doesn't mean it's good. Mm-hmm. Just because it's Tibet doesn't mean you should be using it to heal anybody. And if you don't know what you're doing, one, when somebody comes up that does know what they're doing, you look like a complete idiot and a fool and what we call uh, 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 a shyster, you know, someone doing their best to take advantage of people like a carnival act. Right. And that's what goes on. And I don't, this is why when I do readings for people, I never wanted to do readings because I don't want to come across like that. Because I still can't figure out, just as much like every time we had an experience or I've had an experience with Sasquatch Bigfoot, I call him Bigfoot. Um, I had a certain concept of what this creature is. I thought it was bipedal cryptid, you know, missing link, you know, chimpanzee, blah, blah, blah. And then it, it, in an investigation, it goes whoop, 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 three miles, you know, two miles down the road. And I'm like, you can't do that in a second, and everybody's like, "Well, maybe it was a different one." I'm like, "They're pretty good mimics, but the fact that it didn't kept its tone, it was the same damn one." And the only way you can go from point A to point B in a split second is if you can open up a portal, go in, and then come out. So I now my my whole thing started changing.
2: Hmm.
0: So this is what you know. Long story short, when you're you could be you could investigate the paranormal, and you can call yourself a paranormal investigator. But having them turn flashlights on is not really an investigation. Um, going into a creepy haunted house is not really just paranormal. It you know it could be freaking stupid because you don't know what you're going in there. Uh, Zach uh, tea Baggins. know, <laughs> um, you don't want to you know you don't want to confront these things. You don't know what you're confronting, and if you don't think that 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 anything bad's going to happen to you and you get the wrong thing you're confronting just wait because it'll hit a ride on you you'll go home and then you'll start fighting with your spouse and the kids will start fighting and everybody get angry and and then like what i don't know what happened remember the time when you went in there and you called the ghost an asshole
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you're like oh you're not that tough right guess what they were they were there they did all of that they created all that misery And people will do it too. Like, how would you like it if, like, strangers came into your house, cat, and they were like, turn on the flashlight. (laughs) Get out of my house. Turn on the flashlight. Did you die? No, I'm not fucking dead. Get out of my house. You're going to get the flashlight right in the forehead. Yeah. Yeah. Howie, it hit me. It scratched me. It didn't scratch you, it smacked me in the head. Just it's like a demon. Oh, yeah, and everything's a demon, or everything's Nephilim now. I mean, look, I'm a religious person, very spiritual, but stop putting the religion into the whole thing. Aliens aren't demons. They're not Nephilim. Bigfoot aren't Nephilim. It it's just doesn't, it just doesn't end. It really doesn't end. And you know, so right now I've been working with sound, frequency, resonance, vibration. I've been working with, we were talking before that this whole show started about things that go missing. People that just, uh, uh, Tommy Cullen, yep, um, that it's freaky podcast, you know, whatever it is. A great guy, he had an experience. He's walked by, so this woman walking through by a bus stop and then. She never came out, but a fox came out. And I said, well, it's pretty interesting because we have a lot of videos lately. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And I've seen weird things, call it the Matrix or whatever. People just disappearing midair. Now, you can make those videos. I mean, it's really simple. Stop, okay, you know, let go. And you can overlay. And there are people that go missing. I've seen people like, there was somebody just there. I've seen things like like Tommy's seen. Um, you scratch your head, like, "What the hell's going on?" You know. The best is I was I was driving back one night and I couldn't stop. And um, when I moved to Florida, and I saw that it was just a plane that was like, like it's coming in for a landing near the airport,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it's just there in the sky, like it's, it's coming moving, down, not- doesn't move. And there are lights on it, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's weird. And I couldn't even turn around to go look at it, you know. We've got to get home. What are you doing? I'm like, Nothing. Paranormal stuff. So. <laughs> that's it. I'm a paranormal investigator. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, I talk too much. I apologize.
1: No. Did I, I, I talk too much? No. No, oh, yeah. Okay. If, you, if you have a guest that doesn't talk, that's not a good show.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, um, when we did an investigation, um, another friend of the of yours in the show, and then uh, Jim Maller had us on, and Jim didn't ask a freaking question. I'm like, are there any questions? He goes, Nope, no questions at all. You pretty much covered everything. I said, Well, you want to come on? You know, you come back. Goes, nope, you had the perfect storm. It's not going to happen again. Blah 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 blah. Uh, and I was like and I'm like okay that was weird weird because normally you want people to ask you questions you know most people do like okay what questions you have you know um and he wasn't asking questions because he goes it's you're the perfect guest I don't need to do a damn thing you just go and I mean seriously cat if al and I were on a program together mm-hmm. which we have been like they they're and we don't purposely do it but people just like We've we've taken control of 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 shows at certain points and we flipped it on them and started interviewing the interviewer. <laughs> and it blows people's mind when we do it. But but then we I always figure out a way to circle back.
2: Uh-huh.
0: So, you know, I mean, and and it's just something that we do. We can just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and alcohol bullshit. <laughs> talk, I'm not buying it to talk and talk and talk. Whatever. All right, Bri. Brian Please. Yeah, I'm the I'm the you know, whatever. So One thing that happened to me recently that never happened to me before, paranormal based, it was in August of this year. We had to come, the school system down in Florida starts August real early. So I had to leave the uh, New York area and come down to Florida with my kids. And we went out to dinner at this restaurant and I haven't been to this version of, we've been to the, the, the company rest, you know, these, the name of the place, and, but we didn't go into this one. We just found it was closer. We were shopping for certain things for school. And when you have two daughters, oh, my God. You just want to poke your eyes out. <laughs> um, Oh, my God, especially my youngest. Oh, she's evil. <laughs> <laughs> I love her to death, but she's <laughs> evil. Um, She's just so tough. And so they're like, oh, we're hungry." I said, well, let's go to this place. She goes, oh, okay, great. So it's, we go into this restaurant, we get seated. It's in a shopping center, you know, mall, outdoor, whatever. When you come in, straight ahead is the bar area. And to the left is more bar. To the right is where they serve mostly food. So there's a whole stretch to the right, all the way to the right, in front of their windows, that's, that's a booth. And then they have perpendicular to it, other booths, two rows, Right. So they bring us in. They go all the way down. So my daughters are facing away from the bar, and I'm facing the bar area. I like to look out. And our waitress comes over. I don't even remember her name. It's really nice, whatever. We get to do the order. And she's carrying, covering our section in the first row of that perpendicular. And then also this other waitress comes out that's in the other line of the perpendicular two rows. And I instantaneously... See, her chatting. This is, this takes place right in my mind, right in my vision. Like, like I can see it in my mind's eye. She's chatting with somebody at a bar. The guy's like, "Come on, I'll take you home." And she's like, "Well, no, you know, I'll call. I'll call an Uber." No, no, I can do it. And she she submits to him. That you know, and I can tell you what the guy looked like. He was heavy set, five o'clock shadow. Um, maybe you know, darker skinned. I don't know if he was tan mm. or um on the latin side mm-hmm. and after she said yes the next scene i saw was her lying in the grass eyes wide open blew around the face she wasn't alive damn so i'm like i'm looking and i'm like i have this insatiable need to tell this woman you know but i've never done that and uh, you know i'm freaked out and so i get up from the table Daddy, you okay yeah i'm fine and I would have called our psychic friend in um, up north, but I didn't want to bother her whatsoever. So I called a friend of ours, and I called Cisco, who's like a sister to me. And I said, i um, I need your help. I'm freaked out because the father in me, having two kids, mm-hmm. I I'd want my daughters protected or warned." And I said, I, "I've never done this." I told you. She goes. I said, I don't even know what to do without like coming off, you know, as a psychopath. And also, one of my friends, um, who's a psychic, he he stresses it numerously that you don't get involved or call the police or whatever because you then become a suspect because you know too much. Yeah, and they don't believe that you're a psychic. And I get it. So you don't want to get involved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she goes, No, no, I've done this numerous times. I said, Well, I don't know what the hell to tell her. And she said, go tell her that you're a medium and that you got a caution for her. And then tell her not to take, you know, whatever. And I said, okay. And I'm sitting there, I'm trying to eat. I can't eat. I just see this woman and I see it playing out in my head. And we go to pay and I walk to the back and I said, you know what? If I walk to the back and see where the girl is, I can stop before she comes out. And she doesn't come out. So I kind of see her coming out after I pay my kids are walking out I said one second and I walk up to her and she's like backs away like what's up you know like when someone comes at you you're like oh what's going on I said no 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 um, I've got to tell you something and she goes okay what and and I said um, I'm a medium and I got a caution for you that if if you get a, it, if you get approached by somebody in a bar and offering you a ride home do not take the don't take their ride. Call the Uber. That's Uber. I think you yep, know what we Uber have is. Yeah. Yep. So call an Uber. And she's like, uh, you know, she's like listening, like, uh, okay. And and I walked away. Um. And she goes, wait, wait wait, a minute. What was it again? I said, well, I said, I'm a medium. I'm getting a caution for you. And I told her, I said, I don't care what bar it is, even this bar. If you're getting approached from somebody after hours, do not take a ride with them. Mm-hmm. Call the Uber, please. And, I, and she said, okay. I said, have a good night. And I walked out and totally freaked out because I've never done that. I don't think I'll ever do it again, by the way. <laughs> um, I, I That was just too much. I, I can't handle that. Um, and then Cisco sent me something to, you know, I told her. And she said, oh, okay, you did good. You were supposed to do that. Cisco's not afraid of crap. No, she's folks. not. Cisco will come right up to your face and tell you some stuff and make you look like an idiot. And she okay? will fight you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll beat you up. Um, and my money's on Cisco. Yeah. She's a yep. tough lady. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So she sends me something about um, to listen to. It's seven to eight minutes. It's, it's a prayer to Holy Saint Michael. And it helps cut the cord of, you know, anything negative on investigation, she's used on. Investigation because when it kind of repeats in your head, because I, you know, I just couldn't, I was a little bit freaked out by the whole thing. I never did this before. And um, so I listened to it. And then, it, you know, the next day, I said, okay, let me go try to see, you know, what's going on with this. And I see in my head the girl is not dead anymore, she's alive and she's laughing. And none of it happened. And you know, and I know that she took the cab. That Can girl imagine. listened. Yeah. That and and I never went back to that place because I just, you know, I would love the validation. Like, hey, you're the one that told me you were so right. I said, Yep. She goes, you know, not, not that I want to thank you, but I know, I know the whole and I think maybe that was my role in the in the process. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I'm not, you know, I can't come up to people like, your father's disappointed in you. <laughs> your uncle says he's sorry for taking the last drumstick 10 years ago. You know, I mean, that never happened to me before. It does happen to some of these people. Like, Cisco gets this all the time. Our psychic Cindy, the Billy Dub, will, will literally, like, they'll tell her, no, you got to tell her. And she'll come up to you like, listen. <laughs> besides that outfit not fitting you you've got to do whatever you know I just I I and I I don't want to do that I mean I will I I'll gladly help people if I see them they're in 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 harm's way um and I know them no problem. that I did it I did it recently to a, another friend of mine and I said hey and I told him I said hey how's it going I hope the family's well I really need you to go see your doctor and have your heart checked out Cause I knew he was having a heart problem.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And he replied back to me in, in in an email, like, dude, you know, I love you, but is this a damn joke? This is really sick. It's a sick joke. What? And I said, and I said, I know you won't believe anything I'm telling you, but I'll tell you exactly. Mm-hmm. I saw a vision. Your heart's bad. You really need to get to do it. You may not want to believe me what I can do, but I can tell you I'm doing it. I've done it numerous times. And I'm only warning you. If you don't want to believe me, I'm fine with that. I'm being a friend. I'm warning you that you really need to get your heart checked out. And then just after that, he goes, okay, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I was, yeah, I am I had to make an appointment. I'm, I haven't been, I, I've been having an issue. I said, I'm telling you. I would not know it. Uh, there's, I'm friendly with him, but I'm not friendly enough to know that like, oh, oh, he's having a heart problem. Mm-hmm. And and I get it because when you get stuff come out of you from out of the blue, like what, you know, bet on the blue monkey, <laughs> like okay. <laughs> I wish you know I I used to do that. I've helped um, an Al in certain situations with his family in certain situations where I always ask for Can I remote view it? And I'll try to find out where the problem is. So I remote view his location, whatever it is. And sometimes he has issues in, in the house because he doesn't sage all the time. His wife will get an issue, which is you know it, it's simple stuff. It's it's not anything major. And while I'm there, and I find out what's going on, where it is, I'll, I'll I can see him actually in bed, and I'll go up to him and I'll say, "Blue monkey, blue monkey, blue monkey," and I'll tell him something like that. You know, monkey with a big banana, monkey with a big banana, and I said tell Brian monkey with a big banana and um, just to, just to mess with him. I use that as a gauge just to see, you know, once or twice he's, he's actually responded to something I've put there
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I just laugh. He goes, what are you doing? I'm like, well, remember that time I remote viewed? Yeah. Yeah. I told you to say that. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm like, I don't know where I got that from. I'm like, there you go. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. But, uh,
0: yeah, well, you know, I mean, if you can't mess around with your friends, who can you mess around with?
1: <laughs> Especially but. you and him. You have that oh, yeah. kibitzing I just absolutely love.
0: <laughs> we always just, like, take shots, at like, fun shots. We're yeah, not, like, you know, hurting each other yeah. um, type of stuff. Relax, people. You know, we're not going to kill anybody. Um, and it's just, he's just, you know, a brother from a different mother, as they say. But that's, that's. I mean, basically what I've been doing for the last, I've been writing some stuff down. I've been writing some theories down. I've been writing, You know, cause I've been working on something with Ron Murphy. I just can't continue to wrap my head around it. And I always get distracted because of life, you know, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's like, you know, work, yep. you got kids, you know, you've got daydreaming, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. Um, so I'm writing stuff. I'm, I'm writing a, I've written my theories and and stuff about Bigfoot, about this dogman creature, writing something with Ron about UFOs, um, angels, demons, Nephilim, giants, and sacred places and mounds throughout the, you know, whatever. Um, And I know I may just combine the, and something with extraterrestrials also separately, I may combine the cryptid stuff together. Um, I'm going to piss a lot of people off. Cause I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to propose something and they're going to be like, no, he's crazy, blah, 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 whatever. And I'm like, okay, you know, I don't care. I do for me, not for, for what other people want. Um, and other than that, I think that's what I'm doing. That's it right now. I'm trying to get out on a couple of investigations down here in Florida. Um, so I could um, go see the Florida skunk Cape. And we'll see. I'm going to go ask the gentleman that does a lot of the research that I respect highly. Um, tonight, He, you know, I don't know when this episode will be released, but um, he's going to be a guest. Yeah. November. Yep. Well, happy Thanksgiving to everyone and all um, or whatever else you celebrate. If we make it to November um, <laughs> <laughs> election day, whatever it is. But um Hopefully I'll be able to get out and to see some of this stuff, you know, go on investigation because I have a couple of theories and I want us to try it. And I think we're going to get some great results from it. Like he's got class A areas, which is very, very important.
1: Is that something you'll be sharing with everybody?
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll probably do it with him. You know, I, my research and, and, you know, on the investigation, I said you have, you know, he's a good enough fr- friend where it's like you'll have full access to it. Mm-hmm. And I think we should probably do something. Um, If we really do get some stuff, we should really present it in the proper way. Maybe even in a movie. Oh, and just cool. keep going out and doing whatever. Um, Because I think it's if it's that revolutionary, it's going to blow the minds of everybody. And why why take the ridicule when you could just, you know, put it out? on Amazon or whatever it is. Cause he is a movie maker as well. Not like special effects movies. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, he makes movies and um, they're really good actually. So I figured if we get enough evidence, we can do it the right way.
1: I look you forward know? to hearing about that.
0: Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I, you know, I gotta get, I got my snake boots. I got, you know, everything I need to go out there. Um, and hopefully something good will happen. Good Hopefully. luck. Be safe. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. And if I'm not, yeah. Did I cut out again? Yeah. Just for a yeah. second. Yeah. Well, I apologize about that. I guess, I guess someone's telling us that I think it's time to go. <laughs> That's
1: Probably. Yeah. 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 I, before we sign off, I just want to say, um, one of the reasons why I love talking to you, especially for interviews is I'll have certain questions prepared but I never have to ask them. I'll be thinking about them, and then you answer them, or I'll be thinking about them, and like ten minutes later you'll answer it. And I'm like, okay, so that's why I'm just sitting here letting you go.
0: <laughs> just when you when you well when when you do the starters this episodes. This by the way, I had the following questions ready, and just watch the video. Yeah, you'll see. I I I. It's really weird. I tend to when I'm on, um, on interviews, and I do I do this quite often, that. You'll, you'll ask me question a, right. And I'll start going on that. I'll start building because it's based on a couple other things that go a little bit on a tangent and then we'll start going the tangent, but I always bring it back to where you want. And I've, I've, I've been complimented like, dude, I don't know how you just did that, but we just covered all this other stuff. I said, well, I can go deeper into the other stuff too. And then we go into the other stuff and then that begets another question. So, um, I don't know. Maybe I'm intuitive.
1: <laughs> maybe. Maybe I'm psychic.
0: Maybe oh God, you're psychotic, Yeah,
1: Get out of my head.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, you know, you know, I, I'm sure, you know, I talk too much and Al will be like, blah, 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 blah. You know, but Jesus, imagine having Al and I on this. I mean, we would, we would need like a dedicated server just for the commentary. <laughs> yeah.
1: I love I love when I have both you and him on at the same time. It's just
0: <laughs> Well, we can bounce off of each other, which would be great. I could go and uh, make know? a sandwich and come back and you're Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Everybody, we've done that all the time like the the best is when they like, uh, can you do uh can you do 2 hours?
1: <laughs> and we're like, are you <laughs> Try <kidding? and> stop him? <laughs> <me? 'em. laughs>
0: That's an appetizer. It's just like, yeah, I can do 2 hours. Yeah. yeah. If you want the meat and potatoes, we gotta to go to about five, six. Yeah. You know? Well, <laughs> it's I mean a it's like, series. Like, I, right. So when we did inside the, the goblin universe with Ron the crypto guru Murphy, um years ago, I got um Robert Vanderbroek on, who's out of the Netherlands. Um and um he he you you know who he is, he's a he, he's able to take cameras and pictures and Images appear on the, on fresh film. Um, you could literally take a camera, open it up, put the digital car brand new in there and he gets these impressions and puts it on the, um, the images. Um, he breaks out, he has all these, you know, different types of psychic material, um, and awareness and interaction with aliens and whatever. So I'm on, (laughs) I got Ron Murphy on, um, and myself, I got Robert Vanderbrook and, um, our, our buddy Johnny Webb, who's also does paranormal stuff. Um, and we do like, um, cause Rob was in the, you know, we're doing a nine o'clock show us. So it's like, I don't know what it is in, in Netherlands or whatever it is, where he's from. And so we're waiting. And, and also, you know, Johnny's over in the UK. So as we're waiting, so we do like an hour and a half pre-show, right? Then we have him on, for three and a half hours, and he starts breaking out. And we did experiments, so I said, Listen, I told people in advance, bring some fruit with you. And he's gonna start when he gets the impression. Sometimes, you know, you can get that impression on the fruit, he's able to actually burn in stuff, it happens with him. Um, also take pictures of your house and things, people were posting stuff afterwards. Of like this is what I got during the interview. This is what I got during the interview. So after we do this, so we do like three and a half hours with him. We did an hour, hour and a half pre-show. Ron passes out. Right? Oh, no. It's well past his bed, bedtime. And I'm talking to Johnny. It's just me and Johnny and and Robert, you know, Bales. And we're going and I'm I'm still recording because the way my setup was at the time using Skype, I just had to record. And when I ended, I ended right. Mm-hmm. So we get to like, what is it? Three, four, five. We're like hours, six, almost six hours in. And Johnny goes, did I tell you about the tentacles? (laughs) I'm like, excuse me? (laughs) Robert and the tentacles, the alien tentacles. And I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? So he sends me an image of tentacles and goes into telling me six hours later. After Robert's been gone for about an hour, 20 minutes. Robert had an interaction with extraterrestrials that had tentacles and they dropped their, they, they released their tentacles from the body. So he would have proof to show people. And I'm like, Johnny, you couldn't have thought about this five hours ago before we started this because they had, and, and, and he, it's a great, if we, if you can get Johnny Webb on, he'll probably tell you the story about that. But um, to the, to this day, he went DNA testing with it, multiple, like, you know, Her Majesty's DNA testing, whatever it is. No one would give them the results. Here, we got them. We can't give them to you.
1: Oh, that's odd.
0: And then one of his friends who have been this whole entire generation, 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 like for 200 years, were all all fishmongers. And he brought them one. He goes, it kind of looks like it. I've never seen anything like that in my life. Because it has certain characteristics, but I don't know what that is. Hmm.
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah. So that's my story. I'll stick to it. And if Kat has me back on. Of course. After of she course. has Al on nine times, again, maybe like for season seven or year 19. Well, Kat, I can't find my pants right now. But <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's been a pleasure, and, and I thank you for having me on. Oh, Love you to death, mine. my niece.
1: You. Love you too, Uncle. Thank you so much for helping uh, me celebrate the six years. And thank you so much for helping with everything that you've helped me with in the, in the past few years. I really appreciate you. I
0: I, I appreciate you. I appreciate, you know, um, more than happy to help. As you know, I'm really proud for you. Um, uh, and you actually go to the right sources of the right people with the audio with Brian Anderson. <laughs> I'm Brian Anderson. Yep. <laughs> um, and I still love my promo for my show. Somebody get me Brian Anderson. I
1: love that. Um, yes. I
0: got to play that one more time. I got to find it. You know, <laughs> there are spirits everywhere. <laughs> um, it's a great was promo. the best. Yeah. Yeah. Did you just fart in the promo? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was really, really good. So, um, but yeah, you, you've, you've done a great job. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, I still investigate, but I don't need to go to the ghost thing, although I'll probably eventually do some more. Depends. Mm-hmm. um and we'll go from there um but thank you again look forward to being back look forward to seeing it um and you know here's the 12 more hopefully she gets to go and do a live thing and she does stream yard or something like that and then people can see cat ward and she can't hide behind the the picture anymore <laughs> you know but we'll see i'm
1: planning on it maybe next time i interview you it'll be video
0: Oh, then you can all see my Beatles shirt.
1: Yes, <laughs>
0: a yellow submarine Beatles shirt.
1: So, before we sign cool. off, Uncle, why don't you tell our, my, uh, my listeners where they can find you?
0: Um, truck stops. <laughs> 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 I'm usually on every social media platform, unless actually I'm currently once again um, being throttled down on Facebook until like August. I mean, till like December 28th. I really don't care. I'm on all that stuff. I have a link tree. I think I'll, I'll send you the the bio for whatever it is. Yeah. Um, I'm on Discovery Plus if you want to see what I look like. Though I do have lost some weight from that moment um, on several shows. I'm everywhere. Just look for me. If you want to have questions or you want something and you PM me, Brian and Bowden on Facebook, please tell me you heard it on you know Paranormal Heart or I heard you on this. Don't just come up. I think my dead uncle's trying to... I'm like, okay, who are you? I don't know who you are. Yeah. Um, Because I got to have a frame of reference where you're coming from. Um, but I'm very approachable. I will answer his questions. Um, I'm going to tell you the truth, whether you like it or not. That's where I'm that's looking. That's
1: what at. I love about you.
0: Yeah. And yeah. some people don't like that.
1: Well, that's their problem.
0: <laughs> that's why I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on the Three Beards podcast every Wednesday... From eight oh one p.m. Eastern till at least nine p.m. on YouTube, yeah, and that's live. So uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that, and they'd they'd kill me. Craig (laughs) would just like, "I'm going to throttle you." (laughs) Thank you, blessings, blessings to you.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much.
0: You got it. Much love to you and your family. (laughs) Right back at you. Tell Vic I said hi.
1: (laughs) I will. (laughs)